0: Retropod is sponsored by T. Rowe Price. Are you looking to learn a thing or two about getting your finances in order, saving, and investing? Check out The Confident Wallet, a personal finance podcast series by T. Rowe Price and the Washington Post Brand Studio. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. If you go to Niagara Falls in the winter, you might witness something remarkable the violent torrents at the base will seem to disappear. The spot where the freezing cold water of the falls crashes into the rocks below will freeze solid. And then comes the remarkable part. Giant ice flows will form there and sometimes, if you're lucky, enough ice will build up to connect the United States to Canada. If you have seen this, you have seen the Niagara Falls Ice Bridge. At one time in history, People would hang out on the ice bridge, play on it, and even walk along it to cross the border between the two countries it connects. These days, though, people don't set foot on the ice bridge anymore. The Niagara Ice Bridge used to be a busy destination in winter. In the 1880s, children would ride sleds there in the shadow of the gushing falls. Entrepreneurs sold food and drinks from makeshift concession stands to the tourists strolling back and forth between the United States and Canada. One guy, described as a sharp rogue in the Niagara Falls Gazette, built a shanty in the middle of the massive bridge, right on the border between the two countries. Technically, no laws apply there, and he took advantage of this technicality to sell liquor from his hut. But one afternoon the festivities on the floes crumbled. It was February 4th, 1912. About three dozen people were on the bridge when suddenly a giant block of ice fell onto the bridge. A loud cracking noise could mean only one thing. The floes were breaking apart. According to an account from the Buffalo Evening News, most people quickly scrambled off the bridge to land solidly, On either side. But Eldridge and Clara Stanton, a married couple, and a pair of 17-year-old friends, Burrell, Hickok, and Ignatius Roth, found themselves caught on a large chunk of ice headed rapidly downstream towards dangerous rapids and the Niagara Whirlpool. Not good. Roth and Hickok decided to make a leap for their lives. Roth made it to shore in a condition described As more dead than alive. But hearing a scream from Clara Stanton, Hickok turned back to help the panicked couple. He missed his chance, and the three hurtled closer to disaster. Spectators gathered to watch from above. The ice broke apart again, separating Hickok from the Stantons. A group of quick-thinking repairmen who were among the spectators launched a rescue plan. They ran a rope over the side of the bridge and dangled it for Hickok to catch as he came closer. In a burst of strength, Hickok grasped hold of the line and the crowd cheered as the workers began hoisting him from 160 feet above. Then the cheers gave way to horror. About halfway to safety, Hickok's grip gave out, and he crashed back to the ice below. Hickok struggled to get to his feet, but a moment later, the ice floe flipped over, and he was gone. Meanwhile, the Stantons clung together as their ice flow headed toward the rapids. The Buffalo Evening News account said that upon realizing their fate, Mr. Stanton put his coat around his wife and they knelt together in prayer before the ice flipped then they disappeared in the river's current none of the bodies were ever recovered the niagara falls ice bridge was closed to visitors the following day I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. This episode was adapted from a story written by Christine Phillips for The Washington Post. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.